Let me just state for the record that masks are not theater. Masks are protective. Yeah. Right. Let me just state for the record, you're a liar. <laughs> now we know. We, we have the evidence. We have the email that, said, that I told you about months ago. I told you the email existed. See, I don't mail this crap in. I do, the, I do my work on this. And months ago, I told you there was an email that showed that Fauci and, yeah, the NIH had been funding the lab in Wuhan, where the bat virus came from. And uh, even, even in writing the check to the lab in Wuhan, they said, hey, look, this is dangerous stuff because they're going to be in a, in a bat cave breathing fecal matter, bat fecal matter. And, uh, and now we know. Now we know he lied and he perjured himself in front of the entire world uh, in, under oath. That's a five-year felony. He should go to prison. So we're going to talk about that this morning. We're going to talk about the new Afghan government that the Taliban formed, packing it. It's, it's terrorist-laden. Uh, four of the five guys that Barack let go for the deserter Boberg doll, uh, those guys uh, are in the government. Uh, some other guys that are with the Haqqani Network that uh, involved in 9-11, uh, they're in the, um, in the new Taliban uh, government in Afghanistan. Uh, you know who's not? Not any women. In fact, women are losing their uh, positions, their jobs. They're losing their places in schools in Afghanistan. They even took to the streets yesterday to march, and they were shot at the Taliban using our guns shooting at women hey they're really into women's rights and and our guys here by the way our state department is now using uh, uh documentation to keep airplanes with i guess americans that's, that's what we're hearing from leaving afghanistan not allowed to go anywhere and you can't land here either says susan powder remember her samantha samantha yeah so all this is going on while we're talking about releasing funds to the Taliban, the Taliban who's been killing Americans for 20 years, who were involved in 9-11, which we are going to be remembering in just a few days, the, that very same Taliban we're talking about releasing funds. So let me just get this right. If they have Americans and we're going to be releasing funds and those Americans are supposedly going to be able to fly out of the country after we release those funds, that's a hostage situation, is it not? Well, anyway, uh, all this is on my video, and uh, you can check it out at the Treyware page, KTSA.com. We also have the <laughs> the weenie babies over at UTSA. <laughs> the president of UTSA, the weenie babies, that's what we're going to call them. For, no, they're not the Roadrunners anymore. They're the weenie babies at UTSA. Because their new thing is... <laughs> no, it, it, it's funny what? because I am in the middle of writing this story. Oh, for you're the kidding. And I hope to have it on by six. You're doing it so, right now? Yeah, I'm writing it right now. How so, did that happen? I have no idea. Yeah. We're connected. You got the email from the, from the president <laughs> here. And, and, and I'm wondering if I should you know, stop now because I've you know, referred to the, them as the roadrunners uh -uh. already. No, weenie babies. You, you want them to weenie babies. Weenie babies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, seriously. If you can't stand the phrase, come and take it, you're a weenie baby. Come on. You got to be kidding me, weenie baby. Weenie ba they're not the Roadrunners anymore. Uh, they're the weenie, the UTSA weenie babies. What happened was this whole come and take it thing started back in like 2010, 2011, right. and it's a you know it's a well first of all it's been around since like the 700s, okay? Right. And in, in 1835 it was used here in Texas mm -hmm. over at the Battle of Gonzales, 
and uh, and and it was we we had a we had a little cannon, and the Mexicans said we want that cannon, and uh, the Texicans said come and take it, and they made a flag said come and take it, and guys wear it on their shirts come and take it. Sure, I saw it all over at Sturgis come and take it. You know, <laughs> it was a big deal. Right. And so anyway, <laughs> UTSA says well it, it offends some sensibilities. You see, mm-hmm. and um, they had a a former professor. And UTSA has the most liberal professors on planet Earth next to Berkeley, California. It's ridiculous how liberal these guys are out there. So a former professor at UTSA said, my feelings are hurt, so I'm going to write a, a, a GoFundMe or whatever they call that, a change.org thing. Right. And they did. And they did a change.org petition. Started a petition. Got like a thousand signatures. Right. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. Big yeah. deal. You know, a thousand petitions, a thousand signatures. But the president of the university, Weenie Baby, we, we, the chief of the weenie babies, the head weenie baby, the head weenie. <laughs> what is his name? You got it right in front of you, right? Let's call him by name, the head weenie. Uh, yeah. What is it? It's Eggme, Eggme, Egg- E-I-G. Oh, yeah, Eggme. Yeah, Eggme. Yeah. yeah, the head Eggme weenie. So, <laughs> Eggme weenie. So, he, he, writes, he writes an email yesterday and says, well, we're taking that down because it's, uh, it's offensive. And uh, we, we, we don't want to be offensive around here. So no more will you be able to say, come and take it. It will not be. They built the athletic center. And here's, there's the bird. Right. And underneath the bird, on the front of the athletic center, it says, come and take it. So what's the new saying going to be? Uh, come and egg me. Yeah, right. <laughs> People will throw We're so sorry. We, the wusses of America. Yeah. <laughs> Super wuss. <laughs> you know, don't offend anybody. Don't upset anybody. I don't know. Come, we, we, we need to come up with their new uh, fighting symbol, their new right. fighting phrase. All these teams have a fighting phrase. Uh, how about would you settle for a coin toss? right (laughs) no i just think they ought to put the weenies up there (laughs) the oscar meyer home home of the fighting weenies (laughs) right underneath right underneath the roadrunner home of the fighting weenies we're the fighting weenies over at utsa there you go our wussies wussy babies yeah, you know, weenies might be more fun. I think weenies is more fun. Yeah, because you know, then people could some, bring weenies. Yeah, you could have some fun with the new logo. Show your weenies. Be a hot dog with weenies. <laughs> Wave your weenies every <laughs> every time there's a touchdown. Wave, wag your weenies. Hey, if that's the case, I'm buying season tickets. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be there, right? I want to be there. <laughs> well, we talked about them yesterday. What what best goes on them, right? Mustard, ketchup, sure, yeah. chili, all that kind of stuff. Sure. So yeah, the next time you go to a UTSA game. <laughs> Take a package of weenies. <laughs> I'm not going to say throw them on the field. I'm not no. going to say anything like that. But wag your wag your weenies. You wave them around. <laughs> That's all you got to do. Yeah. Every time they score a touchdown, sure. the weenies scored. Hey, look, the weenies scored. Bunch no. of weenie baby. I swear, man. The weenies win. Yay. Yay. The weenies win. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, we're creating a nation of weenies. We're going to be weenie America before it's all over with. I'm telling you. I mean, come on. Where where are the real men? Wave a bunch your, of weenies. Wave your weenie. That <laughs> <laughs> was wrong. I mean, that one guy that shows up, he just wants to be different, so he brings a pepperoni. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Look, we didn't say bring your salami. Yeah. Come on. 
So anyway, uh, okay, you guys tell me what you think, 210-599-5555. Uh, the weenies over at UTSA, they're now, getting rid of their, <laughs> they're now getting rid of come and take it. And we propose that they substitute wave your weenie night over there. Uh, during the football games, you know, when they uh, just, they're, they're a bunch of weenies, so just bring your weenie. Or pack it full. Because sure. the guys around you might need them. Sure. So you might want to hand them out. Yeah, and you can buy some relatively inexpensive. Of course you can. Oh, no, they're, <laughs> no, they don't cost nothing, man. You kidding me? You get a pack for like 99 cents. Sure. You bring it on all day. All right, so uh, <laughs> we'll be talking about that story. The pro-life law that the governor signed yesterday, that's coming up as well. And how the Satanists, could it be Satan? The Satanists say they found a way around the pro-life law here in the state of Texas. Joaquin Castro is uh, stupid again, being stupid again, saying stupid stuff again. And uh, we'll tell you about that concerning the election integrity bill. So, full plate to spite Chuck Schumer and your... Uh-huh. Yeah. Congresswoman, is this your district? Grace Man. Oh, it's Grace's oh, district. <laughs> yeah. He also said, get this, this was yesterday. That's your president. That's your beloved prayers. He also said yesterday that um, we're going to, our, all of our electricity, 100% of our electricity in America will be zero emissions by 2020. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, we're 100% of our electricity output will be zero emissions by 2020. Huh? Um, tw- what, which 2020 are you talking about? <laughs> uh. Okay, uh, it's 520 Trey Ware, 550 KTSA, FM 1071, the Trey Ware page, KTSA.com, at 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. At some point in this lifetime, now let me rephrase this. How many people got to die out here on 35 before they do something about IH35, before somebody has a serious discussion about fixing IH-35. Again, yesterday, 35 northbound at 9 a.m., 18-wheeler crash up past Top Wine. The entire highway was shut down. So somebody better start the conversation and have a conversation. I've been talking about it for about 30 years now, how it was 30 years behind then. Now it's about 70 years behind out here on IH-35. It needs more lanes they better start having a discussion about speed on IH-35 if they're not going to put lanes on it. That means lower speed during the day, higher speed at night. Lower speed when you got a whole lot of traffic and higher speed at night when there's less traffic. And, again, I'm telling you guys, I hate to say this to my trucker friends because I love you guys, but nothing happens until the trucker drives. You know, I've said that over and over again, but they're going to talk. Eventually, they're going to talk about banning trucks out there if somebody doesn't uh, get a lobby together and lobby TxDOT to fix IH-35. Somebody's going to bring up banning trucks uh, and, and moving them over, you know, to the, to the tollway or something. But it's going gonna, it's gonna to come up. So they better get busy, and, and they better figure out how to fix IH-35. It's, it's a death trap. We used to call 1604 the death loop. We don't call 1604 the death loop anymore. IH-35 is a death trap. That's what it is. Every day, every day we have a crash on IH-35 that shuts it down. 
So, Greg Abbott, the governor, signed the pro-life law yesterday. The uh, election integrity bill was uh, he talked about, was later asked questions about the pro-life law. He, he signed the election integrity bill, and then he was asked questions about the pro-life law, asked about whether the abortion law would force rape victims to give birth. He said it doesn't require that at all. It provides at least six weeks for a person to get an abortion. Rape is a crime, and Texas will work tirelessly to make sure that we eliminate all rapists from the streets of Texas. Meanwhile, on the abortion law, uh, Satanists say we're turning abortion into a ritual. So it is now a, uh, a religiously protected ritual abortion is according to the sat the satanists could it be satan that's right it is a ceremony they say rooted in our deeply held beliefs and they say the ritual may be performed by our members as a way to fortify self-worth instill confidence and provide spiritual comfort well let me tell you something I have, throughout the years, interviewed many, many women who have had abortions. Guess what? It does not fortify their self-worth. I've never met a woman who's had an abortion that had her self-worth fortified. It does not instill confidence. It does exactly the opposite. And it does not provide spiritual comfort. So they're calling it the satanic abortion ritual, and they say it's protected by religious liberty laws. So come one, come all. And I guess, you know, do your sacrifice, because that's, that's what they're terming it, a sacrifice to you-know-who. All right, so the election integrity is now law here in the state of Texas. Joaquin Castro says, today Governor Abbott and Texas Republicans continued their assault on democracy. They made it harder for Texans to vote. SB1 is an unprecedented restriction on voting rights in Texas, motivated by the same big lie of widespread voter fraud that led to a deadly attack at the U.S. Capitol and an attempted coup on January 6th. Wow, Joaquin, that's a mouthful, all full of crap. It's a mouthful of crap in there, uh, Joaquin. The deadly attack at the U.S. Capitol, you know the only one to die in that was shot by a Capitol Hill police officer. It was an innocent woman who did not have a gun. She was unarmed. She was shot and killed by a Capitol Police officer, Joaquin. Get it right. The only one to die. It was murder. The only one to die in that. And he's been cleared. As far as unprecedented restriction on voting rights in Texas... Well, let's talk about the unprecedented restriction. It bans drive-through, 24-hour-a-day voting. Okay, <clears throat> the only reason you would want drive-through, 24-hour voting is if you want to cheat and bring a bunch of ballots at 3 a.m. and jump them into the, into the ballot box at 3 a.m. That's the only reason you would want to do that. Because anybody who is sincere about voting can find time during the day to go in person and vote, not drive through. That's cheating, Joaquin. Cheating. I know you want to do that. You, you want to cheat. I know you do. But here in Texas, we actually care about the integrity of our elections, unlike you Democrats who just want to cheat because it's the only way you can win. Democrats can't win straight up. You have to cheat to win, Democrats. Let's, uh, let's see what else. Oh, it adds an ID requirement for mail-in and absentee ballots. So is it a problem to put the last four of your social or your driver's license on your mail-in ballot, Joaquin? Is that too hard to do? Is that too hard to figure out? If you say yes, 
that it's too hard to do and too hard to figure out. There's many other documents that you have to do exactly that on. So tell me about those other documents and when you're going to say that's too hard to figure out. And you're a racist, Joaquin, because you believe that blacks and Hispanics cannot go get voter ID. That's what you believe. You're a racist. The bill also establishes a training program for poll watchers who are there, you know, watching the poll and they're monitoring. This is putting them in a training process, what to look for. And poll watchers are no longer forced to sit in one place like around the corner where they can't see what's going on or where the the, the Biden people put up stuff over windows and lock them out and, and hide what's going on behind, uh, you know, uh, cardboard on windows they can keep track of activities across the polling location and anybody assisting someone in filling out a ballot will now also have to sign an affidavit indicating that they did so according to the voters wishes and not their own do you remember the video of the woman in san antonio who was changing the 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 votes of, of elderly people as she was picking up their ballots do you remember that oh honey that's not who you want to vote for you want to vote for biden remember Oh, honey. Oh, honey. Remember, this is the one you wanted to check, remember? So, yeah, yeah. Uh, Joaquin, unprecedented restriction on voting rights in Texas. You're scared, aren't you? You're afraid because your guy is an old, dementia-laden dude, and he's dragging your party down, and the only way you guys can win in the future is cheat the vote. And in Texas... We're standing up against the cheat. By the way, the third special led session begins on separate, uh, September 20th, the 20th of this month. Redistricting is the top issue. Some of the other leftover uh, issues they're going to be dealing with, allocating remaining federal COVID stimulus funds, banning COVID vaccine mandates, and barring those who are guys who can't compete with other guys, so they call themselves girls so they can compete with girls and maybe win. Banning that practice in the state of Texas as well. Plus Facebook and Twitter. Stay connected. We are determined that we are going to deal with climate change and and have zero emissions, net emissions by 2050. By 2020, make sure all our electricity is zero emissions. Eh? We're going to be able to do these things, but we've got to move. <laughs> we've got to move. we got to move, man. Let's move. Hey, can you grab the tornado one? Um, okay. So Chris is doing an awesome job putting all this sound together this morning. I kind of threw a bunch of stuff at him because Biden threw a bunch of stuff at me yesterday. Oh, the material, the material. I'm going to miss that, man. I'm going to miss that, man. Anyway, um, yeah, um, so we're going to have our electricity will be zero emissions by 2020. Explain to me how that works. Zero emissions by 2020 so i don't know how you feel about 2020 but if there is a year on the calendar that i never want to relive (laughs) that i never want anybody even mention again it would be 2020 yeah no it's not sad anymore guys nope Nope, 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 nope. He's done it, and the people around him have done it, and uh, he clearly is being propped up for the cabal, the shadow presidency 
that is running the United States. And uh, <laughs> the Babylon Bee had a great headline. Joe Biden calling for the impeachment of whoever's running the country and telling him what to do. <laughs> I love the Bee. Okay, so uh, thanks to my favorite uh, county commissioner, I got the story from the Herald Zeitung about what's going on on, on I-35, death and destruction, danger, highway to the danger zone. I love the way that they put it. Will Wright from the Herald Zeitung writing about the highway to the danger zone, IH-35. It'll be a recurring theme here on the show because I'm fed up with people dying on 35 and every day reporting on uh, another 18-wheeler blocking 35 or somebody doing something stupid and killing more people on IH-35. So, dot, you're going to get an earful from this cat right here until you decide you're going to fix it and do it right. Uh, you know, they started that mess up there between New Braunfels and San Marcos where all that construction is, and you've you got to be an Indy 500 driver to weave your way through left and right and left and right and left and right. It's like going down a slalom ski slope. Uh, you know what? Uh, you should have been done with that by now. And, and, and next weekend, I think, it might be this weekend, they're closing the Kohlenberg-Conrad's deal right there. And they're going to force every, you know, everybody off there. So... It's, you know, the nightmare just continues to grow. But, they're, you know, even with the improvements they're trying to make up there right now, and that's north of Cibolo and the Cibolo area and further north, that's still 30 years behind where they need to be, still. So, yeah, we're going to continue to talk about it on this show. All right, so come and take it is no more over at UTSA. UTSA has turned into the weenies. Bunch of wussies, man, I'm telling you. No, I don't mean all you people at UTSA. I'm not talking about the football players. I'm talking about the leadership, man. I'm talking about the president. I'm talking about the leadership. I'm talking about the people who cried and said, this is so offensive to have a sign here that says, come and take it. It's so anti-Mexican. It's so anti-Mexican, they said. Uh, wouldn't it be uh, the Spartan king? Uh, you know, that was back in 480 BC. That's where it began. 480 BC. Yeah. Spartan King there used it as a defiant answer. The last stand is surrendered, demanded by the Persian army. Or how about 1778 at Fort Morris, Georgia, during the American Revolution? It was used there too. And then in 1835, the Battle of Gonzales, where the Texians told the Mexicans, no, come and take it, when the Mexicans wanted their cannon. But, of course, over at UTSA, the little weenies, the whiny weenies over at UTSA, no, that's anti-Mexican. That's an anti-Mexican phrase. And so the president over at UTSA, he gives this. Yeah, yeah, it is insensitive, isn't it? It's a tradition that's a distraction. It's a distraction is what it is. And it's no longer going to take place. So they had a big sign, a big sign outside of their athletic complex. There's the roadrunner head, and it said, come and take it underneath. Well, it's, it's offensive. It's anti-Mexican, so we have to take it down because now we're the university for weenies. Said his slogan's been increasingly affiliated with cultural and political issues beyond its traditional historical context. No, the traditional historical context, sir, was we're going to kick butt and take names. That's what you want your athletic program to be about, unless you just want a bunch of weenies running around on the football field who don't care. 
It's called inspiring them to excellence. Come and take it. You want to beat us? Come and take it. Man, I'm telling you, this is this is really indicative of the nation of weenies that we're creating. We really are. We're creating a nation of weenies, and if we ever, God, I pray that we never have to call on future generations to storm the beaches of Normandy. Be like, no, it's all right, man. It's all right. Let, let, let that Hitler dude take over. I don't care, man. It's all right. It's okay. It's, it's, it's like what's going on right now with Afghanistan. We have the largest and most unbelievable foreign policy mess in the history of the United States, created by Joe Biden with Afghanistan. Did you see that they formed their government yesterday? Full of men, not a woman in a bunch, but they're reformed, you know. Women's rights, we're going to be, you know, women's rights, women's, no. Women are being kicked out of school, being kicked out of their jobs, being kicked in the stomach if they're pregnant, being shot at when they walk on the streets yesterday with our guns. This is Afghanistan. And Joe Biden says, and Antony Blinken said yesterday, well, we trust them to do the right thing and to let those airplanes go that are holding those Americans. By the way, don't call them hostages, okay? We're just working the paperwork out. And while we work the paperwork out, we're going to send them money. If they have somebody and you send them money and then they send you that somebody, that's not a hostage situation? Of course it's a hostage situation. And when asked about it, the Biden administration says, well, we're going to work with the Taliban on these issues. We're going to work all this out with the Taliban because it's a new and improved Taliban. There really are sweethearts over there. Sweethearts that are kicking pregnant women in the stomach. That put four of the five terrorists that Barack Obama released for the deserter Bo Bergdahl, they're in the government. They're heads of the government. They also put several of the Haikani guys in their government yesterday that were directly related to 9-11, and we're coming up on the 20th anniversary of 9-11. You want to tell me that they're not flipping it off on us? They're not flipping a big one right at us? It's exactly what they're doing. It's exactly what they're doing. And Joe Biden says, well, we're working with them. They're good boys now. They're really good guys. We, we, we're going to spend more time working with the Taliban. People that blew our men up for 20 years. Men walking around without legs now or arms. Wives without their husbands because of the Taliban. Joe Biden says, we're going to work with them because they're good people. Men that were responsible for 9-11 20 years ago. Well, we're going to work with them because they're good guys. They're completely reformed. And yet, they put all those same guys right back into power yesterday so they can do what? Go back to killing Americans. John, go ahead. Hi, Trey. Uh, I'm a truck driver, CDL Class A, flatbedder. God bless I you. Haul, I haul palletized sod up and down 35, all over, 281.10. But 35, I kind of have a saying for it. It's a construction zone full of incidents that sometimes doubles as an interstate. The, uh, <laughs> the cluster, the cluster, you know what, uh -huh. is, it's just unbelievable. I mean, sometimes the lines even disappear when when they do a lane switch. Yes, sir. And it's it's just 
it's unbelievable. It's organized chaos. And for the average driver out there, they know that tractor trailers, I mean, we're by the hundreds all the time, all the time, 24 and 7. It's, it's kind of nice. I try to get one clean run in the very, very early morning. Yeah. You know, if I can get on it by 4 o'clock in the morning. Right. But as soon as it hits 5.30, 6 o'clock, it's like, oh, my God, check your mirrors everywhere. You know, if you if you go slow, it's almost worse. Yeah. So you have to, like, pace traffic. Yeah. Otherwise, these people just cut you off. They cut right in front of you. They they don't give you the time of day. And the left lane, I, I swear they should put tractor trailers in the left lane instead of no tractor trailers in the left lane. They should put us all in the left lane and let us run it. Yeah. And keep everybody else on the right side because they're getting on and off all the time. Would you be better over on 130? Yes, but it takes about an hour or so to get over there. Uh, and 10 10's better, but it's still got some construction going on. And, you know, we do a lot of runs up to the Georgetown area. There's, of course, a whole lot of growth going on. So 130 would be much better. But it's just a little bit far out from going south of San Antonio, where the sod farms are, to say, you know, the hill country. What a mess. I I knew that was a screwed up deal when they built it. So it takes an hour for you to get over to to 130? About. About. (sighs) And and that's just, it's just too much time. Yeah, that's insane. uh, I mean, that's a nice highway. It's a great highway. I love it. But... um, you know, 35 is just, it is what it is. It's uh, it's just organized chaos. Well, it is. It's, no, it's not organized. It's chaos, but it's not organized chaos. It's just chaos. And, uh, you know, too many people have been dying out there. It, 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 you know, yesterday when I left here, uh, again, uh, 18-wheeler had crashed there on uh, a topper wine and shut down the entire freeway. It happens every day. It's not every day that's an 18-wheeler, but every day we have a crash on IH-35. We're just killing people uh, left and, and right. Left and right. And- Every day. Every day. Every day. And, North um, and South. And there's no, you know, what the insanity is about it is that I saw it coming 30 years ago, and I was yelling at the top of my lungs to TxDOT 30 years ago, you're already 30 years behind. Now they're about 60 or 70 years behind. That construction they're doing up there, first of all, they started that two and a half years ago. There's no excuse that that's not completed, none whatsoever. Other than TxDOT, and this has got to be frustrating for you guys, and thank you for what you do, by the way, they... Uh, they 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 start a project here and then they get it all screwed up and screw up the traffic and make it a death zone and then they move over somewhere else and they start another mess and then they move over somewhere else and they start another mess and they don't if they'd hit it and bust ass until it was done then we it would be it would work but instead they hop around we got all these things we're hopping around too and they never finish anything and so we're screwed up as uh, you know, the traveling public screwed up, and people are dying. And it's passionate for me. I avoid 35 like the plague. I I try to stay as far away from it as I can, particularly on a motorcycle. You won't find me anywhere near 35 on my motorcycle. But you know, I got grandkids that are driving now, and I you know I really care about this because people are screwing up and and crashing. People are on their phone. People are eating. People are putting on makeup, and that includes guys now, apparently. And 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 like you say, they figure they can pull over in front of you. The guy slams on his brake in front of them, and how are you gonna get stopped? You're carrying nine million pounds of grass. How are you gonna get stopped? So that you know, it it just it's insanity. I thirty five is insanity, and text dot. It's your fault. 
Text dot. Every one of these deaths out here on 35, your fault. Your fault. Because you've got it screwed up, and you've had it screwed up for years. And you should have fixed it a long time ago. But now you had other things to do. Funding libraries and art programs and stuff like that. No. Fix I-35. Fix the highway. We, you know, one more soul lost out there. And it's so needless. Doesn't have to happen. Back in iSanAntonio.com. Today's Pledge of Allegiance. Powered by Stevens Roofing. Take it away, Bob. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. God bless America. Ooh, uh-oh. Guests of the 550 KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware appear courtesy of the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. We just triggered, I guess, upset the UTSA president. By having the Pledge of Allegiance. And then the guy made it worse, man. Insult to injury. He said, God bless America. Ooh, I'm so sorry. Let me apologize to y'all out at UTSA. To the new newest uh, weenie squad. So sorry. I meant to offend you. Uh, Debbie, go right ahead. You're on. I was sickened about UTSA yesterday because I paid for a child to go there five years. And they are so gutless out uh, there. It's terrible. Weenies. Weenies. We <laughs> they're just awful. I went to New Braunfels up 35 on Friday about 4 o'clock. And, you know, you'll look and go, why are we not moving? You get by a car. I glanced at every car stopping traffic. Every person was looking down completely at their phones. And there were so many, I bet, 15 cars between here and New Braunfels. On Sunday, I came back around 5 o'clock. And we sat right outside New Braunfels going southbound for probably an hour while there was an accident at Hubbard's Hubbard, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Road, and mm-hmm. it was stopped north and southbound. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. For an accident, it was really bad. And the trucker who called a while ago and said we should just put them in the left lane and let them keep rolling, not a bad idea. I was thinking that day, and you brought it up, of, putting them on 30 and i mean that's a great road even if it doesn't work for all of them maybe what governor abbott needs to do is make that free for trucks oh absolutely 100 percent. 100 percent should have been free a long there. time ago for them there should not be any charge for trucks to go up and down 130 100 percent, debbie and I, I i've mentioned that to the governor before that they just need to take the tolls off of those guys and let them get out there and and go and be safe and be away from the nut jobs, the rest of us in four wheels. Thank you, Debbie. Coming right back, the UT students got their... None of them were shouting or complaining. Every one of them were thanking me as if it was something special. Oh. I mean it sincerely yeah. that I was here. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's... Uh, Let's take a look at that, okay? 605-550-KTSA, FM 1071, the Treyware page, KTSA.com. Some info on there about the new government that's old. (laughs) They just went back all the terrorists and made a government with all the terrorists that were there killing Americans on 9-11. Of course they're going to do it because it's a middle finger to us. we got 9-11, 20 years coming up, so the government that they formed this week 
is full of the terrorists that worked on 9-11 back then. So we'll talk more about that in the, the Biden administration. Oh, they're, they're good boys, though. They, they, they reformed themselves, and they're going to they're gonna do a good job for us. We, we're relying on them to get those Americans off the runway that are stuck on the runway for seven days now. We're relying on it because, well, what we're going to do is we're going to send them some money because they have freed up assets here, and we're going to send those freed up assets to them, and then they're going to send those people to us. But they're not hostages. <laughs> All right, maybe I was a little bit hard on UTSA last hour by calling them the UTSA weenies. All right, okay, a little bit tough on them. I'll adjust my thinking. They're not the UTSA weenies. They're the UTSA wussies. Okay, how's that? But come and take it is so anti-Mexican. It's so offensive. We can't say come and take it anymore. So we, we, you can't bring that banner to the football games anymore. Don't say come and take it, okay? Because you're going to hurt somebody's feelings. Wake up, you wussies. <laughs> the UTSA wussies. Now, what would the mascot be? Huh? If you if you got rid of the Roadrunner and replaced it with the UTSA Wussies, what would the what would the mascot be? Anybody? 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 A guy who looks like Barry Manilow. <laughs> That's right. We're changing the fighting theme song from whatever they play now to Mandy, okay? Mandy Copacabana. That's, <laughs> that's the new thing. No, that's that's almost too manly. Yeah, that's a you know, because it was about a, Rick, yeah. and Carl, God, yeah. you know, whistled at the girl and all that stuff. That's too manly. Right. You have to put it to I think Mandy. there was a murder in that song as well. There was. You know, Tony was right. killed. Right. Pow, yeah. popped in the head. So, no, you can't use that one. It's got to be Mandy. It's got to be. <laughs> what do you think? I think it's appropriate. Mandy? Yeah. That's the, the, the fighting the fighting song of UTSA Wussies is now Mandy. <laughs> Come on out, guys. Get ready to play. <laughs> Maybe, Chris, you'll have to play it. What we're talking about is that uh, th- th- they had been using since 2010 uh, Come and Take It. You remember the thing from 480 B.C.? You know, Come and Take It. It was reused in the 1776 revolution here in America. Come and take it. It was reused in 1835, the Battle of Gonzales here, where the Texians told the Mexicans, if you want this this cannon, come and take it. That's what UTSA was using. They even made a sign, and they put the sign on their athletic building. Come and take it. There's the head of the roadrunner. It was awesome. And as a testosterone-filled young man playing on their football team, you walk by that, and you're like, yeah. Come and take it. You want some of this? But now we're officially changing the name to UTSA Wussies because the president of the university, we that's, that's a distraction and it hurts people's feelings, so we're taking that down. Okay? Okay, guys? So y'all go out there and win. <laughs> go fight, team. Win. Go ahead. Win, guys. And right up the road <laughs> at UT, supposedly the Big Brother School. Now, again, they're all upset about the eyes of Texas. They went through this last year, and the new coach came in, who did all right the other night, by the way, didn't he? Steve Sarkisian, didn't he do great the other night? I, I thought they looked pretty good. I thought that quarterback from from Austin Lakeway or Lake, Lake Travis, Lake Travis. I thought, what's his name, Card? He did all right. 
And 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 when the coach came in, he said last year, our our song is the eyes of Texas. That's our school song, and we're going to be playing it. I bet not for long, because they went through it last year. They tried to get rid of it last year, and now they have the NAACP. And the university chapter group of anonymous students have filed a complaint with the U.S. Department of Education's Office of Civil Rights. It's a racist song. The Eyes of Texas is racist. Got to get rid of it. Which is what, you know, they all went through that last year, several of the players. I'm not coming out on the field. No. Last year's football team, none of the players were on the field. I mean, they may have physically been on the field, but mentally they, they didn't play with crap. And so they're going through it all over again at UT in Austin. Man, are we just seriously trying to soften this nation up and turn it into a nation of wussies? I remember when Phil Graham said that, former senator from Texas, when he said that, and I I was on the air. In fact, Elaine, he may have said it on this show. And uh, I think he did say it on this show. I think I was interviewing Phil at the time, and I remember the backlash we're not a nation of wussies. We're not a nation of wussies. Really? So come and take it as offensive to you? You're a wussy. If that offends you, you're a wussy. Okay? If the eyes of Texas offends you, you're a wussy. Seriously. Grow up. <laughs> Put on your big boy pants. Take the skirt off, fellas. <laughs> Put on your big boy pants. Get a little makeup remover. You'll feel better. This is just absolutely stupid. Just dumb. Anyway, that's what they're that's what they're dealing with over at UTSA. We got to we got to take down come and take it cuz we're upsetting people with it. Yeah, okay. Meanwhile, back to the to El Presidente who wants us to forget about Afghanistan and all of the Taliban terrorists, four of the five that Barack Obama let go are now in leadership positions. No women in leadership. Women are being uh well they they went out in the streets yesterday to protest the fact that they are losing their positions at, at work and they're being kicked out of schools, they're being kicked in the stomach if they're pregnant. And they protested yesterday and the Taliban shot our guns. Our guns that we paid for, oh, but they're good guys. They really are. I mean, they're, they're really reformed. They're good guys. By the way, uh, Joe Biden, he went to uh, the Northeast to look at the Ida stuff. I don't know if you have this handy, Chris, but he was talking about tornadoes, okay? And uh, he was asked about what he saw on the ground. He was asked about the destruction in the Northeast from Ida and the flooding and all that. But this is a pretty interesting soundbite of the president yesterday talking about tornadoes. Go ahead. You know, the looks like a tornado. They don't call them that anymore. That hit the crops and, and wetlands in the middle of the country and in Iowa and Nevada. And I mean, it's just across the board. Yeah, across the board. And, uh, <laughs> you know, um, what? Uh, as I said, we're in this together. No, we're in this together. No, sir, you're out there all by yourself. <laughs> you're, you're over there. The rest of us are here, and you're over there. Looks like a tornado. They don't call them that anymore. They don't call them that anymore. All right, I'm taking phone calls right now, 210-599-5555. We don't call tornadoes tornadoes anymore. What do we call them? Those twirly little things in the sky? <laughs> those, those little twisty things that go round in circles. 
They're going around in circles over there. You see that? That's what we call them now. That's the new mascot, the twisty thing going around in circles. <laughs> the little twisty things. William, go ahead, man. You're on. Yes, sir. I was uh, just wondering if they might consider the new um, war cry for the KTSA, uh, for the, uh, yeah. UTSA? University of Texas. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mike should be, uh, you can have it. <laughs> you win. <laughs> what are we going to give him? We have to give him something. He wins. That's it. Okay, we're, 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 we'll give you another phone call for free to the radio station. We won't charge you for the next phone call. That's perfect. Their new saying over at UTSA is not come and take it. The news, thank you, William. We'll give you all the credit in the world. This is blanket credit for the rest of the day. The new saying at UTSA is you can have it, <laughs> but you got to do the right voice. It can't be, you can have it. No, you can't say it that way. You have to say, you can have it. <laughs> All right, one more time with Biden and the tornado, because I got to, look, we got we got a segment. After the break, we got a segment, and I, I need to find out what they're calling tornadoes now, because I follow weather. I'm a weather geek, okay? My wife will tell you, I live watching weather all day. I love it. Wherever it is, I'm watching it. I'm digging behind the scenes of it, trying to figure it out. Not just for here, but anything going on in the globe, man. I'm a weather. I'm a nerd. Can you look at me? I look like a nerd, don't I? Not a weather nerd, no. <laughs> I don't look like a weather nerd? No. Huh. What do I look like? You know, somebody who has the entire collection of, you know, Motor Trend magazines <laughs> since the very beginning. Stock car you racer. Know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I have all a, of those Chilton oh. catalogs you've got. Easy, easy rider for the motorcycles, of course. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Yeah, I bet. You yeah. bet. The latest custom stuff. I need to know, what are we... <laughs> custom stuff. <laughs> yeah. well, you a got, plastic surgeon down you got to look at the accessories. <laughs> yeah, what ex- accessories What are, accessories right? are yeah. available. <laughs> okay, here's the president again. What do we call tornadoes? You know, the looks like a tornado. They don't call them that anymore. That hit the crops and and wetlands in the middle of the country and in Iowa and Nevada and I mean it's just across the board. Yeah, across the and, board. And uh, yeah, you know, um, uh, as I said, we're in this together. Okay, David, go ahead. Good morning. It's called climate-induced wind vortexes or SWIVs. <laughs> Swiss. <laughs> Have a good one. You too, man. Thank you. You guys are awake this morning. What did you guys do? Did you take your amino acids last night? All of you took your amino acids last night, didn't you? The listeners have their own show today, apparently. That's it. That's you know two what? in a row. You and I go home. Let's get out of here and go home. Take it, right? they, don't, they don't need us today. They don't need us today, do they? You can have it. Yeah. <laughs> You can have it, guys. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. You you guys can have your own show today. All we're gonna do is just we'll we'll be the guys that just punch you up and put you on the radio. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. You can have it. That's awesome. All right. So Laurel Ridge Treatment Center. Those in the military are called upon to make extreme sacrifices. They leave family behind. They leave friends behind, and they go and they form their perform their duties without hesitation. And so many, so many come back with serious issues concerning depression, anxiety, addiction, behavioral issues, PTSD. Well, at Laurel Ridge, they have customized options. 
inpatient and outpatient services, even day treatments available. Here's the bottom line. You're not in this alone. You don't have to ever be alone in this. Get a free assessment at Laurel Ridge, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Laurel Ridge Treatment Center at 210-491-3591. They're there for you. Okay, so uh, Bill, Sylvester, and Matt, I see you there. Don't hang up. i got to make a quick break, all right, real fast, and then I'm going to come back, and you can carry on with the show because it's not my show anymore. It's yours. AccuWeather, partly sunny, 97. Tonight's going to be clear. Tomorrow, sunny to partly cloudy, 96. And Friday, hot and 94. 8747. This is Jamie Markley. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. There it is. The new fight song for UTSA Roadrunners. Ah, they'll play this every time they score a touchdown. You can have it. That's the new. <laughs> that's their new fight line. They changed it from "Come and Take It" to "You Can Have It." Bill, go ahead. You're on. Yeah. Hey, I was. You know, I was going to say climate change inconvenience, but while I was on hold, I had some enlightenment. Oh. And I think we should name it Biden NATO. Because it destroys everything it comes in contact. Hey, that's a good one. A bi- uh, how about a binado? There you go, binado. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. See, you guys did get up early this morning. Thank you, Bill. It's a binado. They so, don't call them that anymore. No, they don't call them that anymore. Changing the name, Sylvester. What are we gonna call it? Uh, call it. I don't know. I just wanted to express how you guys and the conservative news that I watch in the evening. Show this bumbling it, this bumbling fool, mincing his words. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna eliminate emissions by the year 2020. <laughs> I mean, I saw the guy. I guess I saw the guy actually speaking. And this morning, when I wake up, I watch channel. Well, I'm not gonna say, but I watch his channel in the morning just to get up. And they they make him look like he's like he's really doing something. Oh yeah, I know which channel that is because they edit out the bumbling stuff and they only put in like a one second snippet that makes it look like he's on it. And that's why yeah. we have to stay. That's why we have to be here. Otherwise, you know what the world would see is the guy that's on it. And he's not Chris, can we play with Sylvester? Hang on. Can we play that part about, you know, our zero emissions by 2020? No, no, this is your president, folks. And if you voted for him, this is the guy he said yesterday that the Taliban's really good folks, and we're going to work with the Taliban. They got those airplanes on the on the runway over there, but we're going to get those people because we're going to send them money and stuff. But don't call it a hostage. This is the guy you voted for. And then he was talking about climate change and what we're going to do with electricity. By what year? Go ahead. We are determined that we are going to deal with climate change and and have zero emissions net emissions by 2050 mm-hmm. by 2020 make sure mm-hmm. all our electricity is huh? zero emissions huh? zero zero emission electricity by 2020 there sylvester and then finally let's let's go with the tornado one chris because this is just the coup de gras for him yesterday looks like a tornado they don't call them that anymore Mm-mm, they don't call them tornadoes anymore sylvester go ahead oh yeah okay now we're on to matt matt go right ahead matt they call them twirly things. <laughs> That's right. Those little twirly things in the field. <laughs> the twirly things. Aren't That's they cute? They're That's, so neat. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you have a good one. You too, man. Thanks. I got to go to work. <laughs> ah, too, No, you are. Like Don said a minute ago, you guys have your own show this morning. 
Y'all really did. Y'all took your amino acids last night. Your brain is awake. It's alive this morning, and I appreciate all that. 210-599-5555. Now, I got a break, and uh, on the other side, you'll get some great uh, conservative commentary from my friend John Hayward. He's coming up. It's always good to hear what John says, because you know what he does? He pussyfoots around. You know what I'm saying? He sugarcoats everything. He never says what's on his mind. You never are really clear about where John Hayward is standing on anything when he speaks. He's here every Wednesday. And it's like after the segment's over, you go, well, that was kind of wishy-washy. It's kind of Harold Fordish. You ever watch him on Fox, Harold Ford? Well, you talk about a fence splitter right there. <laughs> All right, so we'll do that coming up next. I want to tell you about my friends over at Amity Bank and David McGee. He's more than a friend. Uh, David is a, well, he's a brother, first of all, first and foremost. Second of all, he's an outstanding mentor about life issues and about business and all kinds of things. As the president of the bank over there at Amogee Bank, he really is a caring human being, and he's loaded that bank up with a staff of caring human beings, right? So you're never a number like, okay, what's your account number? I mean, they have account numbers, obviously. But a lot of times you go to places and they never even look up to see that you have a face. They're just a number. Not an amity. Uh-uh. They know you, Mrs. Jones, Mr. Smith. They know what's going on and they want to help you. And the same is true if you, particularly if you have a family-run business. Wow. I mean, he's put together these, these business bankers that understand. They get it. They understand where you are as a family business owner. They understand how to get you where you want to go. And then they have the resources to get you there with the, with the money and all that. Amogee is the best business partner you could ever have. Amogee N.A., member FDIC. Live your yes. Restrictions apply. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Each dollar we invest, every dollar we raise, a city block by two feet, floodproof power stations, sanitations. A two-foot city block? For, for, uh, okay. Uh, let's go to Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. Do you have the tornado one? Because I want, I want John to hear the tornado one, too. Um, so, so Joe was, uh, he had, yeah. Uh, John, uh, uh, the president had the hits coming yesterday. Of course, he went and saw the Ida stuff. Uh, this was one of them. Looks like a tornado. They don't call them that anymore. They don't call them that anymore, John. You got any idea what they call tornadoes now? Little twisty things in the sky or what? Twisty things? <laughs> it's, it's, it's a mystery to me. You know, <laughs> people are trying to defend him or, you know, his apologists are out there trying to spin it. So in that spirit, I was thinking maybe when he said a two-foot city block, yeah. he was thinking of that movie Zootopia. Remember Zootopia? Yeah. Where the animals all lived in different, so the mice would have like a two-foot city block. Ah, <laughs> Yeah. That's where Ratatouille lives, in that two-foot zone right there. Well, let's go That's through some of these headlines, because this, this is good. John Hayward is with us every uh, Wednesday at this time. And before you logged on, John, I was, uh, I was talking about you know, Breitbart.com and how you always you, – you, you never, ever say what's on your mind. We, are, we have to try to figure you out when you're done here with your segment, because, boy, you, just, you, hold, you pull punches, you know? So the, t- <laughs> the Taliban names the FBI wanted alleged terror leader as Afghan interior minister he's got a bounty on his head of 10 million dollars he's the interior minister four prisoners in the obama exchange for the deserter bo bergdahl now senior taliban posts 
They are in senior Taliban posts in the newly formed government over there. The State Department obstruction of private rescue flights from Afghanistan revealed in a leaked email. Our State Department is, is keeping those people out. Lindsey Graham says we're going to have to reinvade uh, Afghanistan because it's going to be a crap show before too long. Afghan women protesting against the Taliban shot at by our guns, U.S. guns. And let's see here. Uh, Fort McCoy is hit with a case of measles that was brought in from Afghanistan. Now, highly contagious uh, measles. They have formed their government, and they've they've uh, have no women on their government. They are loaded up with uh, terrorists in their government now, and they announced it the week of 9/11, obviously. But according to the president, John, they're good boys, and we're going to work with them. And Anthony Blinken said yesterday, we're even going to free up their assets, and and they're going to let those planes fly. Um, That sounds like a hostage situation to me. How about you? Sure, it's hostages across the board. They have American hostages, thanks to Joe Biden, and they also have the Afghan people as hostages. They're going to use their own people as hostages to get what they want. They're doing it already very effectively. They're getting guidance from China. Don't make any mistake about where any of this is coming from. This is their new friends in China advising them on how to manipulate the world press and how to push the United States around and how to take advantage of Joe Biden. So they're getting a lot of expert professional help in how to do all of this. And what they're going to do is say that if you don't recognize us as the legit government, if you don't accept this slate of terrorists, every member of their government is under sanctions from the United Nations of the United States. Their interior minister has an FBI most wanted list posting for him because he's a terrorist, and the State Department has a $10 million bounty on his head. You just mentioned four of Obama's Taliban five that he swapped for Bo Bergdahl, our high ministers in the government. The fifth one's a provincial governor. He was made one of their governors last month, so every member of Obama's Taliban five is a high official in this new terrorist government. But they're going to say that if you don't do business with us and legitimize us, well, the Afghan people are going to starve. You have to legitimize us or we won't let the United Nations and the World Food Program and all these other agencies feed these people, give sick medicine to these people, allow the refugees to resettle. They have a limitless ability to hold their own people hostage. And again, they have backing from China, which is already agitating to recognize them, promising it will help them get around not being recognized if they're not, you know, that China is going to provide them with access to international markets. So there's no way this doesn't end with the Joe Biden government recognizing this this band of terrorists and cutthroats and and monsters as a legit government. There's no other way to sense. No, Lindsey Graham is wrong. We're not going to reinvade Afghanistan. So since we're not going to do that, there is no other ending for this. So blunder is not a strong enough word. The strong word I probably couldn't say on the radio concerning what a foreign policy nightmare this is. 13 Americans are dead. Others are dead as well in the middle of all this. Pregnant women are being kicked. Women also, in the stomach, women are also being forced out of their jobs and out of school. They marched yesterday, and they were shot at using our guns that we gave the Taliban, and yet they're good boys. They're going to work with us. We expect them to live up to their obligations in the international community. That's what we heard. There are also eyewitness reports that they use their Joe Biden guns to take out the opposition. The resistance that was holed up in, in Afghanistan's Panjshir Valley was defeated by the Taliban. And there are numerous eyewitness reports that they did it with American guns. And they also did it with Pakistani air support, according to these eyewitnesses. So Pakistan is involved on the side of the Taliban, making sure that they have total control of the country. So, yeah, this is an unholy nightmare that Biden has already made us accomplices to every step of the way. You know, we're, we're all on the hook for this, thanks to him. 
The week of 9-11 of all weeks, John, there's never a good week for this, but the week of 9-11, our our mortal enemies who helped kill Americans are now being praised, and, and, and this administration, and I like the way you put it, Joe Biden guns, they're not American guns, they're Joe Biden guns because he gave them to them. They, the people who for 20 years have been blowing up Americans for 20 years, they are now our allies in Afghanistan. Hell will freeze over before I ever go along with that. But what do we do? I mean, what do the American people do? The Democrat Party is not going to take Joe Biden out of office as mentally infirm as he is. He clearly is. I mean, you could watch him yesterday, and that, the guy is not mentally capable for office. And he proved that during the Afghanistan withdrawal. But the Democrat Party will protect him to the death and will not allow anything to be done to him. So you're stuck with him for years to come. And he's just getting warmed up, kids. And I have another bit of bad news for everybody. The Democratic Party is angry right now. They're, some of them don't like what Biden is doing. There's some dissension in the ranks. Uh, Richard Bloom. Blumenthal, Senator from Connecticut, furious at the administration for blocking his attempt to get people out of Afghanistan. He, he was livid at them and, and went off on them on Twitter the other day. So they're, they're not happy with the way they've been humiliated by Biden and the Taliban. And they're going to take it out on you. You listening to this are going to be the targets of their rage and fury. They're going to slap you around to make themselves feel better. So they're going to start introducing a lot of coercive regulations, big buck spending programs, renewed culture war against you. They're going to go all out against the American people because you're the only ones they can push around. You are the only thing they can hit until they feel like they're big and strong again, and they're going to do it. What do you think they're going to do? What should we be on the lookout for? Well, we already have a lot of it in progress. We've got this this coronavirus madness. You know, we're getting to where we're going to be a, a two-tier society now, and people that aren't vaccinated are going to be like the Morlocks, and everybody else is going to be the Eloy from the, from the time machine. So, I mean, we've already got that nonsense in progress and getting worse and worse and worse. I think there will be more restrictions imposed in the name of the coronavirus. And every step of the way, they're, they're going to take over parts of your life. They're going to take over parts of American industry. You're going to get some kind of vaccine passport system. That's going to morph and mutate and become a social credit system like China's that's used to track the quality of your citizenship. And every step of the way, every one of these things they do to you, you are going to see footage of powerful, prominent Democrats and their friends serenely ignoring all of those restrictions, just like they cavort and party without masks when they think you're not looking because they know the masks are silly. That's just something they do to you to make you feel helpless and frightened and subdued, but they don't feel like they have to wear them, you know, when when nobody's looking at them. You're going to keep finding out that all of these new rules don't apply to the elites, only to you. I uh, lastly, I do a lot of study and research into this show. Um, my partner, uh, <laughs> Sean Rima, he he says I sleep 19 minutes a day, which is true because the rest of the time I'm studying and, and trying to learn more so that I'm you know well healed when I come in here. Months ago, I started to talk about an email that directly implicates Anthony Fauci and the NIH in uh, funding Wuhan Lab, and uh, that in fact. Ms. Wuhan, uh, she actually was thanking him for fun- for the funds in the Wuhan lab. The email's now been exposed. Now we know that they were funding what was going on at the Wuhan lab to the point where in in the documentation when they were Anthony Fauci, when they're writing the checks to go over there to fund gain of function, gain of function to write the checks to cover that to pay for that they even put in there because people are going to be working in very dangerous caves filled with bats and breathing in bat fecal matter we want to make sure that we are funding this um 
he lied before Congress. He perjured himself. Uh, as Rand Paul said, that's a five-year felony uh, punishable by five years in prison. The man ought to be in prison today. But yet, Biden has done nothing to remove him from office or bring him up on charges. Oh, nor will he. Nothing's going to happen to Anthony Fauci. He's untouchable. He's completely above the law. So is Joe Biden. So is Hunter Biden. So are all these elites and their their top families and their friends. The laws don't apply to these people. So Fauci's going to get away with lying to Congress. Nothing's going to happen to him. And he absolutely lied to Congress, folks. There's no doubt about it. He's caught red-handed committing perjury, but nothing's going to happen to him. And another interesting thing about these emails you're talking about, these documents, is that there's a third institute now yep. on the board that we've never heard about before. There are two that are often spoken of the Wuhan Institute of Virology is the most notorious one. That's where the bat lady worked that you were talking about. And there's another one that comes up with a similar name that's often discussed. But now we see a third institute that Anthony Fauci and all his friends and his co-conspirators and the guy that headed the World Health Organization team, this Peter Daszak guy, none of these people ever mentioned this place to you and me and the American people and citizens of the earth before. This was kept hidden from all of humanity until now, that there's another institute that they were funding that might have been involved in developing the coronavirus. I want to just finding out about this now. I want to see his financials. Yeah, well, wouldn't that be nice? You know, we need to know who's making money off of this. And even if it wasn't money, there's so much scientific prestige involved. There's politics involved. The people that kept all this under wraps and have been keeping it secret for so long, they didn't want to be implicated in it. They didn't want their field research to be negatively viewed by the public. So they decided they're smart and you're dumb and they're just going to keep all this secret because they're the gatekeepers of knowledge. And here we are. And that, that's getting worse and worse in an age when we should have more access to information than ever and more speech than ever we have less thank you john as always you bring it every week and i really appreciate what you do thank you very much thanks very much for having me that is john hayward breitbart.com check him out the author of dr zero year one and he's every wednesday at this time here on ktsa great to have him here car zeus is your place if you're looking to sell your car they're looking to buy it no they have nothing to sell at car zeus so look this is a free service to you it doesn't cost you a thing not a penny for you to sell your vehicle to Car Zeus. And they'll give you a check today if that's how fast you want to go. If you need a little more time than that, their offer is good for five days or 500 miles, whichever comes first. You can see what people are saying about them. They have 4.9 rating over at Google Reviews. You'll get a free quote and no obligation same day from your friends at Car Zeus. If you're looking to sell, this is the company that has removed all the headache and all the hassle. They are the new and improved option when you're looking to sell your car. No corporate red tape, just people helping people. That's all it's about. And justice for all. Guests of the 550 KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware appear courtesy of the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. They're not happy with the way they've been humiliated by Biden and the Taliban, and they're going to take it out on you. You listening to this are going to be the targets of their rage and fury. They're going to slap you around to make themselves feel better. So they're going to start introducing a lot of coercive regulations, big buck spending programs, renewed culture war against you. They're going to go all out against the American people because you're the only ones they can push around. You are the only thing they can hit until they feel like they're big and strong again, and they're going to do it. Okay, so uh, UTSA Roadrunners, not going to have come and take it anymore because it's offensive. It hurts people's uh, sensibilities. So the new fight song is Mandy by Barry Manilow. And uh, the, the new phrase is, you can have it. <laughs> Anybody think of the irony of them playing in the Alamo Dome? That's where they play. 
and come and take it is somehow offensive. They play in the Alamo Dome. The Alamo Dome. Right. How offensive is that? Well, maybe they can change <sighs> the name of the stadium just for those instances where they're playing. The come and take it place? <laughs> you can have it? You can have it place. We're here at the you can have it. Okay. Or maybe they just have to find somewhere else to play. You know what I'm saying? Right. Maybe there's a fourth grade field over at East Terrell Hills Elementary they can play there. Because that's where they need to be. Come on. And I'm not talking about the players. I love you guys. I'm talking about the leadership over at UTSA. God, what a bunch of weenies. <laughs> I'm serious, man. <laughs> Giving up, come and take it. Right. If I'm a player over there, I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Okay, guys, go out there and try really hard, okay? And after it's over, you're all going to get a trophy. Okay, we're going to be really proud of you, even if you don't do well. It's okay. <laughs> You ever see that movie, The Longest Yard, with Adam Sandler? Of course. The the scene where Absolutely. they replaced the steroids with estrogen. Absolutely. That's what they're doing <laughs> in UTSA. They, they've got that one player, <laughs> Kevin Nash. He's scolding the crowd, telling them not to boo because both teams are trying really hard. Right, they're trying really hard. Stop getting mad at them. They're trying, okay? All right? <laughs> That should be their new cheerleader. Some, somebody sent me uh, the, uh, the the member Beaky Buzzard that sat in the whole said that the new mascot. <laughs> what were you going to say, Chris? I was just, they're not going to have home and visitor teams anymore. No. They're just going to say, mi casa, su casa. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! All right, you get the extra donut. There's one le- there's one donut left back there. It's yours, Chris. <laughs> Mi casa su casa. So welcome. They're going to be sharing the locker rooms. Oh, We've got space over here. You guys want to come stay with us? <laughs> A nation of wussies. Man, I, you know what? One of my heroes is Pat, and I'm glad he's not here for this. Well, I'm glad. I wish I wasn't sometimes. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> it's a new mascot for UTSA Roadrunners. <laughs> Where and Rhyme coming up next.